It's you not should our definitely thing. do it. It's our thing. No, it's not our thing. Russ. It's our thing. No, but also, it is your thing, and you should be more in charge. Tell people what to do more. Should I? Yep. Why? Because you can't just ask people their opinions all the time. Okay, I'll start telling people their opinions then. Good. Yeah. Russ, you fancy me. Sure. Host the podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. Uh, we're back again and it's time for a news podcast. That is an impressive range for us. I, I called it around in. I Did you really? Cheating a little bit. Oh, sure. <clears throat> That's noticed because your eyes weren't watering. Um, it's me and Russ this week. Hello. Hello. Uh, I shouldn't even let you, I didn't let you respond to that. I should have. I was still hitting new heights of professionalism after a hundred episodes. hundred episodes, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, we're back in the fuck bunker and we're going to talk... What we've been up to and news. The news. The news. Although what we've been up to might be quite short because I haven't been up to much. I could bang on about a TV series I've been watching a lot. Something I've done, I think. Yeah, go on. What TV series have you been banging? The Expanse. Oh, fine. I'll watch The Expanse. Bin off everything else. This, This, not just to you, Russ. You, the listeners, I pointed at the microphone. Bin off everything else. Watch The Expanse. It is the best thing on television. Mm -hmm. No question. Hands down, the best thing I've watched in ages. I am completely in love with Amos. I mean, the show. Um, And it is... Yeah, it's sci-fi Game of Thrones. So I remember you 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 used to talk very much like this about Battlestar, and you were absolutely right there. I know, right? I have been wrong on occasions. Mm -hmm. But um, this, this is one of those ones where I'm strangely right. It's amazing, and it does zero G better than anything that's ever done it in a TV show before. Um, space travel looks difficult in this, which yeah. is always nice. Um, so they they got this really weird, no, a really cool way that the spaceships travel. Basically, they use little thrusters to point them in the right direction, then fire the main thruster in that direction, mm-hmm. and then to slow round, slow down, they turn the ship round, and use the thrusters. Yeah, so that's that's how real spaceships. Exactly. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's difficult. Uh, living in zero gravity is difficult in this as well. They so there's no artificial gravity in the ships. They they wear mag boots <clears throat> to keep them uh, on the ground. So are they are they all the actors basically just standing there like normal, but going kind of way? No, 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 no. But the, it, the, it's 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 not zero gravity. It's it's very light gravity. If that makes any sense. Well, if they were accelerating, or if they had flipped yeah. around and were decelerating, yeah. then that would be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So they were magically. It, it's all very. They've done their homework. It was originally meant to be a board game, but they did. They just wrote too much law for it, and someone said, "Why don't you just write a book?" Um, and then George R. R. Martin got involved in helping them transfer it from book to TV. Oh, so this is another th- reason why he's not writing the fucking Winds of Winter. Fucking brilliant! Don't care about that. Keep doing this. <laughs> he and then it was another show. This this goes to show um, for me. What would have happened to the to the Firefly to Firefly to the Firefly to the Firefly if it would have been released today? Which was that we'd get another three series of it mm-hmm. because the internet reacted to the Expanse being cancelled. Oh Firefly would have been snapped up by Netflix within yeah. thirty seconds yeah. of it being cancelled. It's crazy, like, yeah. and it's only because it's in the past. Um, the The Expanse got cancelled by Sci-Fi. It's one of I think three or four hundred percent rated shows on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Um, sci-fi is they're in a bit of a weird position because they can't they basically can't afford to make science mm. fiction shows they can't because they made Battlestar Galactica as well mm. Ronald D. Moore after Battlestar Galactica went up to them and said I've got this great idea for a new TV channel no no we can't afford to have anything this this serialised basically we need to we need shows that you can just dive in and out of yeah you don't need to watch the whole thing that's what people want from sci-fi so they cancelled The Expanse because it is massively expensive it's got a hell of a budget um, the fans reacted, including George R. R. Martin. Astronauts got involved because they love the expanse. Um, who was the other person, big person involved in this as well? George R. R. Martin, astronauts, fans. They flew a plane with a banner saying "Save the Expanse," like over Amazon. And mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos loves the expanse and promptly bought it for Amazon Prime. Nice. So season one, season two are on Netflix. Season three is on, um, and season four isn't been made yet. But watch season one and two. Um, all I'll say is it's weird because it goes. It starts off relatively set in a relatively realistic future, yeah. and just starts going more and more batshit crazy with every single episode. I think you'll really like it. It's very. It's about. It's Firefly in a Battlestar Galactica universe. I've got a couple of long train journeys coming up, so I might. I might queue up the Netflix ones. Do that. And then when you get a chance, watch on a nice big TV. I've only got a few. I've only got a few Black Mirrors mm. to go through actually now. Oh, where you at with Black Mirror? Uh, what was the last one I watched? I can't, I've, I've got about five or six episodes mm. left to go. So you've done series three? Yeah, I think I'm on the last series. Yeah. So you watch San Junipero then? Yeah. Yeah, which is incredible. I'm pretty sure we've talked about it here. Oh, but we like, probably I mean, have. It's ridiculously good. It's just, I was floods of tears by the end of that episode it's so good mm. and then Shut Up and Dance as well yes which is the darkest episode they've done which is I don't uh, I didn't really like that one oh really it was just horrible throughout the whole thing no, was, like, it didn't let up there's a sort of a bit at the end where you went mm. think oh they all kind of deserved it but it, it was just it was just sort of unrelentingly stressful and horrible yeah um, I quite like the one with Kelly McDonald in the one with the bees yeah that was really good people it was very um, British drama, wasn't it? That one. It was. It was just like a British cop show. Yeah. But they're like within the first five minutes, you go, "Oh, Britain's got robot bees now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if that will pop up again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I did like that. It was just like um, it was just a classic cop drama mm. with swarms of homicidal drones. It was pretty cool. So I like the idea that they're all set in the same universe. Oh my god, you're fucking obsessed with everything being in the same universe. No, but universe. This, this is actually true. Apparently they all are all set at different times in the same universe. I mean, that does make sense because there's sort of, um, you see the same products and things mm. being referenced. Um, and like, there's news footage where you see events from other episodes popping up and yeah. stuff like that. So it's not that big a, a stretch. No, no, no. And I think I think it's leading to this mess... It's like the American Horror Story thing, where every but series also, is different. It is, it's all meant to be set in the real world. Yeah. Because they are all, like, just beyond believable for right now. Yeah. You, you do re- you really... There's nothing in it where you think, that's just not possible. Yeah. Apart from maybe the the USS Callister creating... So you've watched that one. Then. Yeah. Creating a complete AI replica of someone from a DNA swab is... Perhaps a little bit of a stretch, but it was necessary for the plot. And it was a great episode as well. Yeah. Really fun episode. But like everything else, there's not, there's not been much that sort of like just like well, that's just not that's just breaking the laws of physics or whatever. 
No, it's all we... sort of reasonably believable. Even the the cloning the husband thing was like yeah, because it wasn't even it wasn't even cloning. It, it yeah. was that's like machine learning yeah. and pattern recognition, which is yeah. exactly what Google does to your inbox every day. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, which is not why pornography comes up on my uh, adverts <laughs> when I am watching things no, online. It's, it's <laughs> like there's this whole thing of people thinking that like Alexa and Google Home yeah. are listening to them all the time. Yeah, because. Otherwise, how would they know so much about me? Mm. And the truth is, they're not listening to you all the time. Mm. It's just Google can infer that stuff yeah. from your search history, your location history, your uh, emails, your messages, everything else that you willingly give it. Yeah, it, it really can put together quite accurate picture of you. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying, isn't it? Mm. There's but, a whole thing. The whole thing, like um, like Target in the US, they did some big data mm. mining. And they, they came up with a thing where they could work out if someone was pregnant by their shopping habit, habits. If you had previously bought alcohol and stopped yeah. and you'd been buying certain types of vitamins uh, and a few other you know a few other pattern changes, they could yeah. calculate with like a really amazing degree of accuracy whether or not someone was pregnant. Mm. And then they'd start sending them promotions for baby-related stuff. It's terrifying. Mm. Yeah, well, you know. This is, I think this is going to be the next big like thing. Tesco club cards harvest yeah. more data about you than Google does or Facebook does. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They are, you know, the the sort of the stuff you can work out from someone about their shopping habits is quite quite amazing. Well, it's even little things like when you go to Amazon and you buy something, it's fairly obvious that you're going to get an email saying, "We saw I get so many emails because I bought Velcro strips for work," asking. Mm. Do you want some more Velcro strips? Or? The stuff that, like, quite clearly you're not going to buy yeah. more than one. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Go buy, like, something like you go and buy, like, an air conditioning unit yeah. or, like, you know, a garden shed. Yeah. And for the next six months, you go, do you want, do you want another shed? Yeah. Do you want another one? You're still using that first one? Go on, have two. Do you know how easy it is to order more than one thing, one of the thing <laughs> on Amazon as well? I was in a pan. I needed a tie for something, like mm. a very specific colour. <laughs> bought a tie on Amazon? I bought three ties. <laughs> I'm sure there was a quicker way of you getting a tie. Yeah, I wanted something very specific, and they had it on Amazon. So I was in a bit of a panic. So I ordered a tie, what I thought was one tie, and I'd accidentally ordered three of the same tie, but in different colours. Okay. So I have three ties. You say say it's really easy. I think you are the only person who's ever accidentally bought three ties from Amazon. Probably, yeah. (laughs) Couldn't believe their luck. (laughs) The sellers just twiddling their thumbs, going, Oh, we've sold sold three ties. ties. I didn't send it back. Should have done. We got sidetracked slightly. You're talking about the expanse. No, anyway, yeah, because then we moved on to Black Mirror. I think I've done talking about the expanse. You suggest everyone should watch it. The actors are incredible as well. The writing's incredible. It does that Game of Thrones thing where. There's individual stories, but you know they're all going to connect at some point. Yeah, um, and it does it really well, and I think that must be George R. R. Martin's influence. Dragons in it? There are no dragons in it. Okay, it's mostly humans. Mm. I don't want to give too much away. I'll think about it. You, 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 okay, they're dragons in it. Okay, awesome. yeah. space dragons. Yeah, sure. Nice. Yeah, but they, the, it's it's cooler things like um, there's uh, three factions. There's Earth. I will stop banging on about this eventually. Earth. <laughs> The Earthers, the Martians, and the Belters. And the Martians live on Mars. The Earthers live on Earth. And uh, the Belters live kind of just in space. In the asteroid belt, by any chance? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, um, And the Martians and Belters find it difficult to to spend any time on Earth. 
because of the gravity. Yeah. So the belters are all really tall but really thin, and they've got marks on their spine where their spines just kind of like start to stretch, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a this doesn't isn't giving anything away because one of the first scenes in the first episode is uh, a belter being tortured, and all it is is two hooks under his arms, and the, the gravity's doing the rest of the work. It's <clears throat> it's very good. It's brutal in places. You will see some see a lot of heads flying off, but it's it's <laughs> it's very very good. Um, and I'm slightly obsessed, and I, I am. I've got two podcasts. I've got this one. I've got Gridiron Gentlemen. Then and I'm going. Most of them talking about the expense. Yeah, even on the even on the American football one. Yeah. And then I'm going home because. Oh. Speaking of which, it's just started playing. Professional. <laughs> um, then I'm going home to watch. I think I've got two episodes left of series three. All right, I will watch <clears> the Expanse. <throat> promise. Watch one or two episodes. See what you think. But yes. Okay. Well, so, so if you're in the mood for, like, genre-bending, hard sci-fi, yeah. I've been watching a lot of Mortimer and Whitehouse Go Fishing. I really want to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Which is not any of those things, but is one of the best things I've ever seen. What, where can I watch it? On iPlayer. Is it all on iPlayer? Yeah. It's oh, a my BBC God, I'm watching thing. it. Um, if you like The Detectorists... I still haven't watched it's that got, It's got a similar vibe. Except they're just fishing. Except it's real. But it's just two lovely old men going fishing, <laughs> dicking about, and talking about mortality. Oh my god, this is terrifying. The thing is, they both had really serious heart conditions. Yeah. Um, that, and then basically, and they've been friends for forever. Mm. And uh, after they've both had these heart problems, Paul Whitehouse decided to take. Take, take his mate fishing basically and that's kind of the, the whole premise of the thing I'd love to see it made, made me realise I want to see Paul Whitehouse on um, oh god uh, Taskmaster Taskmaster yeah yeah yeah. I think he'd be, he'd be quite good yeah it? like Bob Mortimer is still my favourite so he, he was just so fucking weird he was so weird so weird filling a water balloon up with piss yeah he just goes I'm not, I'll not take a shit in it <laughs> Got a very high arse. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to poo like this. Oh, it's straddling the back of it. Oh my god, it's amazing. He's incredible. He's so funny. Um, yeah. So that that is is one of the nicest things you could. Ever is, it, watch. is it is it a comedy? <clears throat> it's it's not a comedy. Yeah. It's I mean, it's like a documentary, mm. really, or a like a travel program. Yeah. It's not. Do they go fishing in different places then? Yeah, they they go to a different place, normally somewhere sort of in the north, but yeah. they're kind of all over the place. They're looking for a different type of fish each time, using a different fishing technique. But it's not really like like fishing, it's not really about catching fish. No. It's about two guys talking yeah. about mortality. Basically. Well, well and, and just dicking around yeah. and like they've sort of have a bit of a reminisce about their days in in the in the business. Clearly doing too much cocaine, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's absolutely lovely. I do. That's right up my street. I'll, yeah. After um, what is edge of seat constant terror, which is the expanse. By the way, that oh yeah, this, be, this be a great like palate cleanser. Right? Yeah, that's so. kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, Paul Whitehouse is like he's the sort of the professional angler. Yeah, he knows all the all the technique. Bob Mortimer is just he's just sort of like a slightly enthusiastic amateur give yeah. or take on the enthusiastic but he gets so insanely excited whenever they actually come near to catching a fish oh really yeah and then they just let them go again oh they oh my god yeah it's all catch and release but yeah 
That's really nice. It sounds nice. Sounds amazing. What else have we been watching? You sound nothing nice. really. Just sort of like bits and bobs. Yeah. Judge Ramesh on Dave. That's quite good. Yeah, Char was saying about that. Yeah, it's it's very. It's basically a piss take of like Judge Judy or whatever. I like him. He's he's hosting uh, next week's Kermode and Mayo podcast. I think. Oh, is he? I think he is. Yeah, oh, I think awesome. they said that. Um, yeah, it's him. It's Tom Davis from Murder and Successful. Yeah. He's like the bailiff. Yeah. And um, Kerry Howard. A sort of like the stenographer, yeah, uh, and then it's like normal, it's like plebs, like real people, like Judge Judy, with sort of petty arguments. Really? It's genuinely quite funny. Uh, what else have we been watching? Not a lot, really. No, no, no immediately. No. I've literally I've been working lots, so I've been watching The Expanse every moment I can. Oh, you mentioned that Overcooked 2. Oh, for fuck's sake, you Overcooked's amazing, and Overcooked 2 is more Overcooked. Mm-hmm. Therefore, ipso facto, I like Overcooked too. Do you know what my problem with Overcooked is? What? Overcooked isn't a thing. You say overdone. Or... Is that really your whole like, problem with you the Oh, that's a bit overcooked. <laughs> if you're actually cooking. No. You might use the phrase overcooked in a non-cooking context. Like, yeah. you know, oh, he's overcooked that a bit if you're watching the Formula One or something. But you don't actually say overcooked about cooking. I'm going to look up overcooked now. See if there's any. You, you are right, overcooked. I mean, I meaning. don't think I am right. Cook. You're literally looking up the meaning of the word overcooked. I think it means you've cooked something too much. Cooked too much or for too long. As in, don't overcook the vegetables. But nobody says that. <laughs> No, I'm sure. You say they're overdone. Maybe they say overcooked in the States. I don't know. Um, so yeah. for that reason, I'm boycotting it. <laughs> you shouldn't. It's amazing. It's the kind of thing you might be able to get a shot to play. Is it multiplayer? Yeah. I've got no chance then. Really? No. I have had so many arguments playing this game, <laughs> but it's been worth every second because we three-star uh, every single kitchen on Overcooked 1. You are the winners. Had to do it twice, though, because we had to get the achievements twice, and that's the only way to get the achievements twice. So Why do you do the achievements twice? Because it doesn't give both players the achievements. Oh, that's a bit tight. I know, right? I was very annoyed. Well, at first I wasn't. I was quite happy because I got the achievements. But then um, my life would not be worth living unless uh, we got both of them. So, yeah. I've been playing a bit in No Man's Sky as well. It's, so, um, is it different? It, it hasn't really got far enough to sort of yeah. properly judge it. It, do, it definitely seems a bit less clunky mm. than before. Um, and a bit less confusing with mm. all the, oh, you've got to get you got to mine this to make that and combine those to get this thing. Um, so, I'll, st- I'll stick with it a bit. I like the third person perspective. I mean, I haven't been in first person yet, so. It's, it's the same, you just can't see your person. Yeah. I, I've been in... Um, it's weird. It's set me up in third person as a person, but first person as in the ship. And I, feel I like think the ship's always first person. Yeah. Um, just for the, yeah. the flyingness. Yeah. Yeah. For the yeah. flyingness. I'm, I'm prepared to give it a second chance. I, I quite enjoyed what I played so far, but then uh, after that, Dead Cells has come out, which I need to play. Mm-hmm. Overcooked 2. And there's another game that came out recently that I'm, I'm now going to need to throw my life into. I would think, oh, we happy few haven't had a chance to play that yet. Mm-hmm. Like all these things, I haven't had any time to play because work expands. Have you watched the gameplay trailer for Red Dead Two? Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think there's ever much question that yeah, we yeah. wouldn't be in. But... Congratulations, Rockstar! You got me again. Yeah. 
It does look rather amazing. Yeah, it does look good. It does look incredible. It, uh, it looks like it's going to take full advantage of the fork anus on this one as well. Yeah. Fork anus. Fork anus. Fork anus. Uh, yeah, I, I like a game where you can just spend a good couple of hours just moseying. Yeah. Like yeah. strolling around. Yeah, I mean, that's what you want to do. You don't want... I think the mistake some some game, open world games make is giving you too much to do. Yeah. Whereas... Yeah, things like, yeah. like Assassin's Creed is bad for that. Yeah. The one I'm playing at the moment, you look at the map and there's... Fuck knows how many... St- you've got to collect pressed flowers, beer tastings... Yeah. Locked chests of various different types. So much shit to do everywhere. It's like it's how I think about Dead Rising. Dead Rising on paper should be the perfect game for me. Mm. You're in a shopping centre with a load of zombies. You just run around doing what you want. But then you've got loads of timed missions that you've got to do yeah, as that well. Was, that was bullshit. That. Yeah. What you want is a mode in Dead Rising where you just arse about. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what everyone does. And yeah. it goes... What do you mean, game over? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I didn't. Because you don't read all the bullshit no. stuff about the save system because it comes up with a massive diagram. You know, fuck that. I'd love to know how many people have actually completed uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, considering how many people have bought it, and how many people have still put the same amount of time in but just dicking about. I mean, it depends what you mean by completed. But I did. Comp- I you hundred percented it, or uh, you? Are, I'm talking about like. I'm pretty sure I hundred percented. I'm just talking about completing the storyline. Yeah, the storyline. Yeah. So. Yeah, I did. I did hundred percent the single player. Yeah, I've player. done the storyline. I haven't done all the races and whatnot, you know. But um, I did hundred percent. Well, I, I finished the game. But how many people haven't even got close to finishing the game? They just dicking about in cars. A lot of people. I yeah, imagine. I imagine so as well. Um, but yeah, what I, what I sincerely, sincerely hope for Red Dead is that there's no multiplayer. I think there will be. They've yeah, already said there's almost, Red Dead Online. There so. almost certainly will be, and it's I mean, very annoying, but I'd much rather there wasn't. Grand Theft Auto hasn't left the top ten in, what is it, five years now? Yeah, and that's people buying the actual game, Yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, Surely the, everyone's got it who's going to have it. Exactly, but but no, people still keep buying this game because their mates play it online, yeah. and GTA Online has been such a success. I know. I really wish it wasn't. I'm so bitter. I want a Lost and the Damned for GTA 5, and it's never going to happen. Yeah, because they, they do things like, and Gay Tony's back, in it? Yeah. It's online. I want that. I want, like, a new... That was one thing. I wasn't a big fan of GTA 4, but I love the idea of, you're still in the city, but this is now from a completely different perspective of what's happening. Yeah. I love that idea. That oh, they made a real cool. effort with those yeah. to have them all come together at a couple of points mm. the big diamond heist missions it's like so when you cool. when you do first play it this guy just pops up you're like who the fuck's he yeah yeah and then in the DLC that's your that's your boy love it and Ballet Gay Tony was amazing as well that was good yeah loved it um, I don't think if I've actually played anything I haven't I've watched The Expanse I've listened to podcasts listened to Critical Role but I, you have. every week that's going to be the yeah. case so you know I'm watching a lot of TED Talks have you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're really good. They're really good. <laughs> Don't know why I'm so surprised by that. Fair play. Yeah. What's one about why the pencil is perfect? Why is the pencil perfect? Because it, it basically, like, the fundamental design of the pencil can't be improved in any way. I I had a fun conversation with uh, our friends uh, regarding uh, their kid the other day when they were talking about how they sat down to watch How Does This Get Made with their kid. And I went, oh, I watched that. I don't have kids. <laughs> I just like to see how a pencil's made. 
And isn't it fascinating? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yes. that's what I said. The little turning machines that and they go around that they, them and everything. I had a feeling they were looking down on me a little bit. But like, it, you it, know, yeah. there's a reason that they're hexagonal. Yeah. I enjoyed that, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm not ashamed of that. So the pencil is perfect, and it won't be Well, it's, it's basically unimprovable. Yeah. The the standard hexagonal wooden HB black pencil with built-in eraser. Yeah. You can't really do anything that's going to make that any better and actually lead to an improved user experience. No, I suppose you can't. No. A TED talk on can't, that. Can't be done. Who did a TED talk on that? Okay, some pencil guy. <laughs> Some pencil guy. Big in the pencil. Fell into a bit of a TED Talk hole and you was just watching them one after the other. But they genuinely are fascinating. And then you sometimes think of just watching someone talking about the design of shopping queues for 20 minutes. Design of shopping queues? Or like all the... Oh, that's a whole thing you can get into. But like all the all the little tricks, the psychological yeah. tricks that stores play, mainly like um, supermarkets and department stores, like the way things are positioned, even stuff like the... Like the um, like the texture of the floor surfaces, mm. they'll put a change in the texture of the tiles by some high pro, like some high margin goods. So mm. when you're pushing your trolley along, suddenly it starts shaking differently. You go, "Ooh, what's that?" And you you notice the stuff, the psychology, like the signage, how things are positioned, like where the wine bottles are positioned, mm. like the the way the so the the ones at eye level are the ones with the highest margins and things like that. There's so much stuff. Get into TED Talks, man. They're fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a podcast you can watch. Was <laughs> on YouTube? Is that, yeah? No, well, they are, but you, the best thing to do is get the TED Talk app. There's a TED Talk app? Yeah, I mean, there's an app for fucking everything. True. Hardly a thing anymore. Um, get on the TED Talk train. I will do. TED train. TED train. I'm getting really enthusiastic about TED Talks. They're great. <laughs> so if I watch a TED Talk, you'll watch The Expanse. Well, you have to watch about 30 TED Talks. Find, find me a TED Talk I should watch, though. Okay. That's that's the worst, but then I'm then I'm interested. I was going to find a TED talk oh, about the expanse. One second, it's still recording, but it's not. I don't want. To... I've done something to it. There we go. Got it working. Cool. All good. Mm-hmm. TED talk about the expanse. I'm, I'm, I'm sure all in on that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, no, I think that's about it. Shall we move on to? Oh, one second. I I, I did text Tom because he can't be with us tonight about what he's been up to. Okay. Because it's definitely it's quite interesting what he's been up to because and I think we can say this without him. He. Uh, betrayed us a little bit well I mean we didn't really want to talk about it but no yeah Um, so uh, he's been playing Doom the new one Um, it's awesome it makes him cry out of his penis he says which is always nice isn't it Mm -hmm. it is so good though that game's amazing Uh, playing a lot of The Last of Us again it's amazing watching Sherlock old predictable Sherlock it's amazingly good and doesn't seem to age the wedding episode is his personal favourite him and Joe also watched Black Panther she loved it I'm still not sure it's as good as I want it to be it's amazing what you're talking about, Tom. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, and he's definitely not been playing Breath of the Wild because he does definitely doesn't have a Switch. Absolute fucking split. Bullshit. I don't know where to start with this. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure Breath of the Wild is going to be available on like iPhone soon. I'm 90% certain I basically got a beating for suggesting I might get a Switch. <laughs> uh, how much is a Switch? I might get one. You're serious, aren't you? How much? How much is a switch? Two hundred fifty. Oh fuck that! No, no. it's not worth two hundred fifty quid. I, I think that's conservative with no games. Like, yeah, no. I, 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 we did a whole thing about this, didn't we? Actually, yeah, yeah. It's too expensive for what it is. Yeah, no. I decided to buy audio equipment instead. I had the choice of like switch audio mm. equipment, and I went with audio equipment. 
Um, coincidentally, all my stuff's at home, so we're using the old faithful Blue Yeti. That's why it sounds rubbish. It doesn't sound rubbish, though. The Blue Yeti is... It a, sounds like my, my, my creaky chair. Yeah. It's going to be coming in in, like, Dolby Surround. It's going to be coming in your ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, should we move on, then? Shall we move on to the... <gasps> News gun. So some stuff happened. Stuff happened. Where do we want to start with that? Uh, probably in the order that we've got it written down. Yeah, yeah okay. Russ has been taking notes. So, Idris he or it isn't he? <laughs> do you write that exactly? exactly right. Right. That's, That's amazing. Um, so obviously this is about Chris Pine potentially leaving Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't seem to be based on anything more than rumours that have been flying around for years, but people are talking about Idris Elba for Bond again. So someone's obviously... There is no smoke without fire. I mean, there's plenty of ways of getting smoke without fire. Yeah, you're right. Do you read down a fucking TED Talk? Isn't Daniel Craig doing one more? Yeah. Is he, though? He, he always seems to just to do turn it. up and go, oh, I'll, make some, I'll make a few million again, yeah. I guess. God, it's the worst. People think I'm so good looking. I th- I mean, because he never seems to be very happy about doing it. No, he doesn't. No. And Spectre capped off the arc of his films yeah. quite nicely. It doesn't feel like it's begging for a conclusion. I would. I mean, it's come from somewhere, isn't it? Someone's had. Someone's been talking to someone about. Of course, you know, we had Idris in the other day, and he was wearing yeah. a tuxedo. There we go. That's enough, probably. And obviously he says, he ha- he hasn't sort of said anything about it, but he obviously couldn't. Hmm. But then I think people might be doing that, well, that's what he would say, wouldn't yeah. he? Which could also be, it could be the case. It could but be, it could it also could be, be the case that he's not remotely involved in it. Um, so, I, d- I mean, I don't know. don't really know where we stand on this. But if he was, mm-hmm. I think it'd be a fascinating take on it. He's older kind of bit more like he can be really menacing if he yeah. wants to be if you watch like some episodes of Luther and things like that he's a bit more cockney than others yeah. as well so I mean he could, he could probably play it with a bit more of a range than Craig who yeah. was quite he wasn't very playful let's, with it let's not beat around the bush he's a better actor so, than Daniel Craig yeah well I, I, I don't know I think Daniel Craig's was quite his Bond was very close to the book Bond. He was very soulless, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Who's, I mean, like, the, in the books he's written as kind of a bastard. Yeah. Um, obviously with lots of casual sexism and racism, but yeah. hey, it was the 50s and that was cool. It was, well, you know, um, it's very cool in the 50s and 60s. But, which is, uh, I think, I think Daniel Craig's Bond is definitely the closest to the Fleming Bond. Yeah. But, Oh, I mean, oh, for fuck's all these people go, oh, he's written as a white man. Nobody gives a shit, mate. Fuck off. Um, I don't certainly... think Elba would be a, a really interesting take, and it'd be nicely different mm. to Daniel Craig, who was very different to Pierce Brosnan. Mm. So I think it'd be interesting. Was James Bond ever Scottish? No. No. Obviously. No. You know, he's never uh, Australian either. No. So, you know, does it, it doesn't really matter. What the colour of his skin is. Yeah, I mean, like Roger Moore, you cannot, you could not get further away from the Fleming Bond than Roger Moore. <laughs> but he's still one of my favourites. Winking favorites. at fucking ducks or whatever it is. <laughs> I do love Roger Moore. Oh, th- those films are hugely enjoyable, but yeah. they are very different to something like Casino Royale. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you think? I love it. I mean, I think I love Idris Elba. I, I, I still haven't watched Luther. 
I've, I've not like properly watched it. No. Because I've seen sort of the odd bits of it. But uh, apparently it's very good, so I will watch it at some point. Um, but I love, love Stringer Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, I've loved Idris Elba in pretty much everything he's been. We did have someone actually make a comment on the Instagrams. Oh, yeah. Um, about Idris Elba. And it was basically just that um, the Dark Tower is rubbish. I was like, yes, you're That's right. That's not his yeah. fault, though, is yeah. it? Yeah. Um, uh, I love it just with Dark Tower was a travesty um, he was a good actor in it but yeah Dark Tower was rubbish I, think it's but just, I don't think it's not like um, like people thought that like Layer Cake was Daniel Craig's Bond audition yeah. I don't think anyone's saying that about the gunslinger no I would hope not because it's absolutely completely different yeah I, yeah, think... I think he could be quite like you know, he, could, he could he could play Bond a bit working class yeah um He's older. Um, yeah, he can. I, I think it'd be quite, quite interesting. Who who else have you got? It's the other thing as well. Well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of women that could do quite an interesting bond. But I mean, I think whoa, the internet, there, the heads would probably explode. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, so if we, if it's a bit like Doctor Who, we don't need another posh white man in that role because I think we've seen all the facets of that character that can be extracted from that particular yeah. persona and it would be very interesting to see a different take on it yeah and you could do a lot more with Idris Elba than I think you could do with pretty much any other British actor yeah and I'm I'm all on board with that yeah um, you were saying about Chris Pine What's happening? What's happening? I don't know anything about, anything about this ructions in the negotiations for the next instalment of Star Trek yeah uh, basically Paramount are kind of demanding that Chris Pine effectively takes a pay cut yeah. from what he was paid on uh, Beyond mm. because it didn't make enough money okay it was still it was profitable like very profitable I love when movies aren't profitable but it was not considered yeah. profitable enough yeah um, and basically he's kind of gone fuck off as he and, and walked away. As has Chris Hemsworth, yeah. who's coming back as Kirk Senior. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine that this is going to end any other way than them being given than them reaching some sort of agreement and Paramount paying them a bit more money. So they're trying to underpay Thor. Is is yeah. That's a bad move. Yeah. Because I mean, he's he's been in the most profitable film of the year, so mm. you know, pay Thor, and in in turn. Just because they're both called Chris, you've got to pay Chris Pine as well. I'm pretty certain that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure this will end up with them with them getting back back into it. It's probably just a negotiating tactic to, to walk away. And you know, fair enough, really. Yeah. If they, you know, you you don't take a pay cut as a series like that progresses. Also, you don't wait till they they started filming, haven't they? I don't know exactly mm. where it is, but I imagine they're pretty far along. Yeah. But um, I mean, the problem is that Par- I think Paramount want this to be their Marvel. Yeah. And it's it's just not going to make as much money as the next Avengers movie. Is. No, of course it won't. Even, um, but you know it was never going to. Paramount might be slowly beginning to realise that the money for Star Trek is on the TV shows. Yeah, I mean you look at the response to more news. News. Um, Patrick Stewart coming back to Star Jesus Trek. Jesus Christ! I know, right? Oh, my pants did a little dance when that yeah. came up. It's because, but he looks so much older. He doesn't look any different. He looks the same. He looks exactly the same. If he shaved his beard, he would look exactly the same as he did. He was getting thirty fucking years. He's being emotional about it as well. He's he did. I think he when he took that job, people Mm. were like, "What are you doing? You're throwing your career away. You're a respected Shakespearean actor." 
and you're going to pay this stupid fucking space opera, mm. you're going to lose all credibility and you're, you're, you're going to regret this for the rest of your life. And, you know, he's done fine. Yeah, he's done And right. he's still playing Hamlet and Lear everywhere. So He still does exactly what he Hamlet wants to anymore, do. But he did play Hamlet, yeah. then he moved on to Lear. Um, and, you know, Picard is the best captain. Yeah. Yeah. Teenage Dan would have said Cisco. Um, but I, I would have been wrong. Picard is, is the best captain. Picard is clearly the superior officer. Yeah. And, like, Kirk's overrated. Yeah, that, on a nerd podcast, I can't believe what I just said that, but yeah, he's, <laughs> he's Picard is definitely the best, and I don't know what they're doing with him. Whether it's like a generations type thing that he'll be in like one or two episodes, and I really, I mean, I hope it's just because I mean, like he could be like he could be like running the academy, or yeah. you know, I mean, he'd probably be head of Starfleet or something, couldn't he? Yeah, I mean. The, the other members of the Enterprise don't look quite as good as Picard did does now. <laughs> like, the, Jonathan Frakes looks like he ate Riker. He's, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's not, you can't, yeah, you can't get the others involved. I don't, but I don't, I don't think it should be like a, the gang's all back together no. type thing. Because it wouldn't be credible that you've got the flagship, uh, flagship? Flagship yeah. of the Federation being crewed by like an escapee party from the old age person's home. It should be like a two and a half men type thing. So Picard is now working for the Academy. Um, and um, there's a knock on the door and it's Wesley. But it's, it's Will Wheaton now. Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> yeah, it's Will Wheaton now. And he's just like, Mom says I'm your son and I'm to come live with you. Oh, Will Wheaton would better be in this. God, yeah. He'll, he, I mean, he'll turn up to the early fridge nowadays, wouldn't he? He's he's fully entrenched in like board gameness now, isn't he? So. Yeah, but like, I mean, I want I want a scene where Wesley tells Picard to go fuck himself. Yeah, <laughs> shut up, Picard. I'm You're really, not my real dad. I really want to see that. <laughs> so yeah, and so then um, hilarity ensues. Wesley, mm-hmm. who's now in his forties. Um, has to um, live with Captain Picard, uh, but he lives very much as like a seventeen-year-old, a belligerent seventeen-year-old. Uh, he has parties with his friends, um, and uh, Captain Picard has to tidy up after him. I'd watch that. Definitely, I would be on my own. So, there's exciting trackness happening. Yes, we've got well, Picard. We've probably got a new film with Hemsworth and Pine in do it. Do we know who's directing? Is it James? James Wan directed the other one, didn't it? I don't know. I mean, bearing in mind that Paramount are pissed off that they lost money, it's probably not going to be James Wan. Let's IMDb it. Live Googling on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Um, so I'll just search for Chris Pine. Star Trek, where's our money? I had a moment, I, while, while we're live Googling this, I had a moment earlier when I was... Oh, it's currently just untitled Star Trek sequel. This is what it will remain for a bit. Uh, director S.J. Clarkson. Who? Uh, I have not... Oh, she directed uh, Some Oranges the New Black. Cool. And Defenders. Done, oh, she yeah. Done, she's done a lot of TV. Jessica Jones. Bates Motel. I'm fine with that. That sounds good. Interesting. Some Dexter, some House, some Heroes. This is what we're talking about, Russ. An advert for Judge Ramesh has just come up. There you go. See, always listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Trek news. Yeah. 
Also, uh, Ruby Rose is going to be Batgirl. Batwoman. Batwoman. Yeah. I haven't really been paying attention to this because I don't give a shit about DC. Um, okay. But ba- so is this? This is not what what facet of the DC universe is this in? So Batwoman is based in Gotham, mm-hmm. but the, my favourite storyline she has very little to do with Batman. They just happen to have the same name. Yeah. <laughs> First name isn't Bat and last name Woman, but um, she's she doesn't really like Batman that much. Why would you? He is a dick. Yeah, but she they bump into each other in Gotham every now and then. Um, she's really cool she's independent Batgirl is part of the Bat family whereas Batwoman is kind of like on the fringe of the Bat family which kind of works. so Batgirl and Batwoman yep. two separate people yeah two separate one didn't people. grow up into the other nope okay Batwoman is ex-military um, um, and has like a handler like who's also ex-military a bit like that's that's her Alfred uh, yeah. so you've seen the long flowing red hair mm. you've seen Bat- that she has that's all a wig so she's got short hair underneath so it's, it's a Part of the disguise looks really cool. Um, and this is going to be in the TV series, isn't it? It's going to be in the Balanti first, yeah. Yeah. Which I'm all for. And Ruby Rose, I, I saw some real hate towards Ruby Rose over this. She is a woman. Oh. She's got that against her. Oh, man. Why'd she have to go do that? Oh, I don't know. Unbelievable. Don't know. It's a stupid decision, really, isn't it? But um, I think she looks pretty good for this. She's, She's perfect for this. Um, really, seen, like from, from what I've seen of the the illustrations of the character mm. she looks pretty so, perfect for it let's get our head around one thing to play Batman and specifically to play Bruce Wayne you don't have to be a good actor you just have to do solemn quite well yeah and furrow brow and it's kind of the same with Batwoman as well you don't have to be a great actor and I'm not the world's biggest Ruby Rose fan, but she is fast becoming an action hero. And in fact, they talk about it on this week's theatrical cut, Ruby Rose is someone they mention, mm. who's fast becoming one of these, slowly becoming like an action hero amongst like, she's done films like John Wick 2, for example. Yeah. She's done the Triple um, X film with... Um, the one nobody saw. The one no one saw. It's a shit film. And she's and I say, I don't think she's a great actor, but you don't have to be. You have to be able to yeah. do all the physical stuff. Jason Statham is not a good actor. No... <sighs> No, but I still love him. Yeah, yeah. It's not, you know, it's not, an, it's not an actors. Role, I mean, I'm, it? I'm still convinced the reason they made um, Ruby Rose a mute in John Wick Two is because she's a terrible actor. <laughs> that being said, this, this is the kind of role she's perfect for, um, and I think we'll be getting onto uh, Twitter issues about um, twitchies, twitchies, issues about um, non-gay actors playing gay roles. So anyway, we can move into that next. Yeah. Um, and this is... The, Batwoman is a lesbian. And this is... She's being played by a lesbian. So let's... I think she's bi is how she actually identifies. Who? But Ruby, Ruby Rose. Yeah. Okay, Ruby Rose is, is bi. I'm pretty certain Batwoman's a lesbian. But I'm fine. You know, we, we are at least covering bases with this. And she's perfect for it. She is perfect for it. She, she'll nail this. Especially in a TV show. I get the feeling she's probably taking. She's she's in a, she's a movie star, and I think this is probably a role she wants to do. Yeah. I'd be very surprised if it wasn't. And yeah, it should be awesome. Yeah, I think she will. Well, we'll see. But it's going to make me watch it again because I, I said on one of our Instagram posts, Batwoman just pips Batman as my favorite DC hero. I love Batwoman. She's incredible and does more interesting things. Like there's the I love. That she's in the same universe as Batman, but they don't really. The, the ones I've been reading, I, I like reading up. She's not really. 
so, some of them she like hangs out with Batman all the time but like um, the one they, every now and then they'll show up to the same thing and uh, and like her handler just goes uh, is he as quick as they say he is and she's like he's, <laughs> yeah he's quick and it's like they love the idea that they, these guys are just both these kick ass normal people but they're still myths basically awesome. so I think it's going to yeah I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it um, and if if we've learned anything about these characters, the Balantiverse, even characters in Riverdale, they know how to market it, they know how to sell it, and they know how to make it fun, which is something that the rest of the DC Universe hasn't managed to do. But yeah, segueing into Jack Whitehall. Well, that's an unfortunate phrase. So, yeah, so Jack Whitehall has been announced as being cast as, I can't remember what the character is, but basically the first openly gay sort of character with actual lines and things in mm. a Disney movie. What's the movie then? I don't know. Mm. I think this is a terrible idea. Not yeah. necessarily because it is a straight a straight man playing a gay character. I don't I don't know, it is difficult. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. No. I get why people do, but acting is acting. Yeah. You are pretending to be something. As long as it's done with sensitivity intact, I don't really have a problem with it. Which is where the problem comes in. I'm well, guessing. yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's basically he, like, he described the character himself as uh, like a flamboyant, effete camp person. So he's basically going to be portraying a bunch of outdated stereotypes. Yeah, not perhaps the best way of finally bringing an openly gay character into your universe. So I think this is an awful idea, but not for because the reasons it's because of Jack Whitehall, yeah. not and because of how the character's written. We've had plenty of straight actors playing gay characters. Yeah, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, it is. Diff- I completely get why people get upset about yeah. it. And there is massive requirement for better representation oh, no of question. different Absolutely. sexual and yeah. gender identities in films. Yeah. And it's not like acting as a profession where there's not quite a few openly gay people no. who would no, exactly. be really good in this role. Um but I don't, I don't, I don't think it's always a bad thing, and that characters always have to be played no. by people of the same gender or sexual identity as themselves. Even race, where it's not an integral facet of the character mm. or the the storyline. So something like Scarlett Johansson in Ghost in the Shell, I get, is not yeah. uh, that's not a good idea. That the whole thing is so steeped in in Japanese culture mm. that. It feels a bit ridiculous. It was utterly but, ridiculous. Yeah. You know, if you were to remake Wild Wild West and recast Will Smith's character with a white actor, mm. don't think anyone would really give a shit. No, they'd probably go, uh, "What's Wild Wild West?" Probably. Yeah. Um, same thing with Bond. His being white is not an integral thing to the character. No. If they made Bond American, that wouldn't yeah. work. He has to be. He does. I, th- I think he has to be British, hmm. and he has to be probably slightly posh or with pretensions to being posh. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I don't think it really matters. Don't think he has to be a man. I don't think he has to be white. I no. don't think he. You know, he certainly doesn't have to have dark hair, which is, the, which is the big sticking point for Daniel Craig when people are getting all upset. Remember that internet. I think he just has to be. Able to walk into a casino in Monte Carlo. Yeah, has, has to have has to have that presence and that swagger. Yeah. 
not not like a like you can get like like the rock would not be a good bond yeah to just it's the wrong physicality to link this to a podcast that i listened to earlier and i know they listen to this that so they'll love this you, you can't have steve gutenberg or bobcat goldthwaite playing no. uh playing uh, james bond for example but yeah race sexuality gender i don't think a core he has to be bond would have to be a bit of a a bit of a dog mm. but you could you could have a woman doing that yeah you know, using sexuality to to get what they need to, and just casually fucking around. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, why did you watch? Um, oh shit! What was it called? The thing set in Ireland with um, Gillian Anderson. No, I, I, I know what you're talking about. No. Fuck! What was it called? I don't remember. The Fall. That was it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, her character in that was basically a female Bond. Yeah. And a lot of people got very excited about the idea of her taking over the role. Well, she's in the... Uh, what's the new film with Kate McKinnon and Mila Kunis? Oh, The Spy Who Dumped Me. Yeah. yeah. She's in that as basically James Bond again, by mm. the looks of things. Nice. So, I, quite, I quite like the look of that film. It's quite funny. I'm, I've um, already got my ticket booked for an unlimited screening, <laughs> so I'm going to see it. So, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. It looks quite fun. So, wait, wait, getting back on topic. Yeah. I just think... Look, Disney need a bit, after the whole um, James Gunn kerfuffle. Yeah. They need a bit of good publicity because that backfired massively on them. The, the only people happy about that are right wing extremists. Yeah. Um, so they need a bit of good family friendly publicity, and I don't think having a flaming stereotype mincing around and shrieking mm. "ooh ducky" at people, played by fucking Jack Whitehall, is going to be an excellent way to get them he's, some LGBT credibility. He's not renowned for his subtlety, is he? No. So He basically... Also, everything I've seen Jack Whitehall in, he's playing himself. Yeah. So that's why I like him in Fresh Meat. Because he's playing a posh twat. Talking about blunters. Yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he's perfect in that. But I don't think... I think that's basically the limit of his range. Mm. So I don't really want to know what his version of an effete camp gay man is. Of course, the easiest thing Disney could do is rehire James Gunn. Mm. Because it's now becoming obvious that it was a Disney move, not a Marvel move. I think the real difficulty is that it was the two most... It was Bob Iger and yeah. the other guy. The two, literally the two most senior people at Disney. Who, who went above Kevin Feige. Yeah, who did it. not want this to happen. No. Has been very, he's been notably quiet about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but he, did not want this Marvel have gone to Disney saying they would like James Gunn back, please. Yeah. Because you know what's going to happen, don't you? James Gunn will do a DC film. They'll kick off whoever's doing Green Lantern Corps mm. for DC and they'll put James Gunn on it. And he'll knock it out of the park. Yeah. I think he's... This is like, it's like he's... The terms of his contract are that just because he was sacked from this mm. movie, because he didn't do anything that breached his contract, yeah. he can work for Disney again. Yeah. If you do something that gets you fired because you breached your contract, you then that's it. You've, yeah. You know, you've, you've burnt your bridges. You can't go back and do anything more for them. But also, he's going to make a fuck ton of money out of this. They're having yeah. to buy him out of his contract because he didn't do anything that breached the terms of his contract. So Disney are breaching the contract. Yeah. And... Going to have to pay him ten or twenty million dollars. Can't remember exactly what it is, but it's but just it's a lot. Guardians is in limbo at the moment. That's the problem they've got. They've got to decide whether they want to use the scripts. They've got to decide whether they want 
if they don't if they don't use his script, there's like I mean, Dave Bautista's already basically said that he's walking if yeah. they don't do it. And like, I know that the cast are all contractually obliged mm. to do it, but you can't force someone to star in a movie against their will. Yeah. So if, get, if you make them do it, they're just going to half-ass it and not put any effort in, and it'll be a shit film. Yeah. The, yeah. You get the feeling they will be phoning it in. Yeah. If if. Uh, well, and you need you know to get that sort of performance out of an ensemble cast you, the director has to be someone that they're completely bought into and trust and, mm-hmm. and believe is going to be the best person for this job yeah so I, I don't know I don't see any way that Guardians 3 will be a good film if they don't get James Gunn back no I, I think it's a matter of time more than anything yeah I think they need to leave it a little bit of time so it's not just like but they can't the way Marvel's structured you can't if you if one movie is delayed by six months that fucks up the rest of their schedule yeah so they can't muck around too much. Yeah, I'd imagine there's a lot of very nervous higher-ups in Marvel at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyway, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. The only other thing I noticed was, have you seen the picture of Linda Hamilton yeah. with Sarah Connor? Fucking Fucking hell. Yeah, I'm in. I am in on this. Who is it, who's so it directing? Good. I don't care. Nice. It's got Linda Hamilton back in it as yeah. Sarah Connor. Yeah. And she looks... She looks proper, doesn't she? <laughs> She's got yeah. a rocket launcher casually strapped across her shoulders. <laughs> uh, and Mackenzie Davis, yeah. who I love, as we don't know, Yeah, I'm thinking young Sarah Connor. Possibly. Although that that has sort of just been done with Daenerys, hasn't it? Mm. Let's not talk about that. I haven't watched it. I don't know anything about it. It's kind of enjoyably bad, Genesis. Yeah. Who is Mackenzie Davis, by the way? Uh, she is. She's in Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah. She's the satellite analyst in uh, The Martian. Yeah. She's in a bunch of other stuff. I'm trying to figure out who, uh, who's directing it. Someone famous directing it. Is it Elton John? Yeah. There you go. It's Elton John directing it. Wow, that should be pretty good. I mean, it's it's a it's a different move for him, really. From, uh, he loved his role in Kingsman. Although I haven't seen it yet, I've got it. I bought it. So I'm going to watch it this weekend, I think. Um, Terminator. Untitled Terminator reboot. Is it a reboot, then? Well, but with Terminator, it kind of... Tim re- Miller. Remake, it's all meaningless. That's it. Tim Miller, the guy who directed Deadpool. Mm. Which is interesting. Oh, my God. Why didn't you say... I know who Mackenzie Davis is. We've just been talking about something she was in. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, she's yeah. Sanjay Barron. Yeah, and she's that. in uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, um, she is very attractive as well. But she, so if you look at the picture, she's got like these weird sort of like perfectly straight like scars or something on yeah. her. So maybe she's a roboty. Oh, maybe a roboty. Um, but I've, I've got. If you just look at her and Linda Hamilton next to each other, mm. I'm getting a strong young Sarah Connor. Yes. Vibe. Yeah, 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 but when Sarah Connor was that age, she was the fluffy waitress. So, but how many times they've been back in time? I know, I know. It's like it's the ultimate. They've been back in time. The, I mean, the five films, and then well, it says reboot. So I think they're probably going. You know what? We're starting again. Then you got the Titanic as well. Obviously, yeah, when you went back in time for that, yeah. So um, that's a problem. But yeah, this is a this is a Terminator movie that I'm actually interested in for the first one, really, since Terminator Two. I think the last Terminator film I was interested in before I watched it was Terminator Salvation. So I've not seen that one. It's alright, it's just set in the future. It's just it's just all about the war. 
it's not the interesting bit of Terminator, is it? No, the idea is the time travel part. I mean, and it's it's the the sort of the stalking hunter killer mm. aspect of it, not yeah, not all out battles. Yeah, I mean, Terminator has been done a million times, but what makes it interesting is the combination of the time traveling and yeah, the yeah, it's the the relentless yeah march of this unstoppable machine. No Country for Old Men could be a Terminator film, for yeah. example. That's um. So yeah, interested in a Terminator movie. Yeah. Um, some news today came out that might be news. News. Hot, fresh news. Hot, fresh. Don't rub soggy yourself when you say news. that. News. Mm. Soggy news. Soggy news. Um, time splitters. Mm. It's the the uh, IP's been bought up and they are working on a project apparently. Do you know what? If the project is even just Time Splitters Two will run on your Xbox, I'm like, that's fine. That's all I really want. I, I think actually. That is. Does Time Splitters 2 run on your Xbox? Not yet. They haven't put it into backward compatibility. Because it was on the 360, wasn't it? Yeah. But, no, it was on um, Xbox One. This was what? But you could play it on the 360 yeah. and Xbox One, but you can't play it on the Xbox One. I'd be very surprised if the first thing we didn't get was a reboot, was a was a remastered edition. Time Splitters 2 is phenomenal. And then I've been talking. Time Splitters 3? Yeah. Alright. Future Perfect, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's alright. Uh, you're not allowed to be the monkey. Never no one's ever allowed to be the monkey because they're too <laughs> short. That's not fair. Um, well, that was when looking up and down in multiplayer was quite difficult. Yes, yes, yeah, but it's still the case when you play uh, Team SWAT on Halo. Um, you're always the arbiter or the or whatever they're called, the elites, aren't they? Yeah. Um, because their heads in a slightly different place, so it forces them to move their assault rifle down. By the time they've done that, you've taken them out. Mm-hmm. True story. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't want them to fuck it up. That's my biggest concern. So just re-release Term Splitters 2. Let's just have that. That'd be fine. Rebooted online capabilities. Um, the the other thought that I've been reading up a lot, and the, I, I, I'd thought this before I'd even started reading up on it, is it lends itself perfectly to become a hero shooter, like an Overwatch-style hero shooter. It kind of does, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. it, bas- it basically was one. Yeah. Except they all had exactly the same capabilities they all had the same capabilities but that was more of a product of the time than anything else so you could I just love that it was such a good idea it's just like we've got a cool we've got a cool idea for one level of an FPS get ten more of those stick them all together there's your game yeah and there's no continuity between them no they each have very different themes as well yeah it's brilliant yeah I loved it uh, what was that one the Atom Smasher one Oh, set in like a 70s Bond villain's lair and you've got a lovely lush thick moustache on your character but that's that's what I'm talking about that character could probably you have like even if it's just like different special abilities or something that'd work so well for it that'd be really cool I'd play that I'm going to play it anyway it's time splitters yeah but um, do you, were you there when when we had the eye link with the two PS2s yeah it took yeah. about 45 minutes to set up and yeah. we started at 1 o'clock in the morning yeah and yeah. I fell asleep instantly were you, were you there when we played at John's? Where no, we had the two so. TVs facing away from each other. And there must have been, I think there was eight of us in total. And it was one-shot kills with snipers on the level that's the two tower blocks opposite each other. And no one was oh, moving. No, okay. we, yeah. we made that level yeah. in the level constructor. Oh, did we? Yeah, it was like two sort of open-sided yeah. buildings with a big no-man's-land in between, yeah. which was just bottomless pit. Yeah. Um, and no time limit. No time limit. One shot kill. And we were just passing around a bottle of whiskey. Play. <laughs> basically, everyone was just sat 
utterly motionless. <laughs> yeah. But like once every hour or so, someone would move a fraction of an inch and instantly get headshotted by seven people. Yeah. And then. It sounds awful. And then <laughs> they die, but then they'd come back and just hide in the same place and not yeah. move ever. That's good. That's, it's more fun than I've made it sound. <laughs> I want to stress that. But the, the, the single player was fun as well. Um, I bought that the same day I bought. I got two games with my PS2, and that was one of them. And I'm pretty certain the Catwoman game was the other oh, one. Oh, dear. Which I traded in instantly. Yeah. Because I did not need that game. I didn't even play it because the film was such a total turd. Total turd. Total turd. I think that's it. On that total turd yeah. note. I think that's it. Uh, next week. Do we want to tell them what we're doing next week? A hint? A little teaser Tease. of the tip. Teaser of the tip, yeah. So, I mean... This is probably going to be awful. <laughs> probably. But I'm quite excited about it. We're all going to try our hand at writing some slash. Yeah. And uh, and reading it out in the manner of poetry recital. If if you're unsure what slash is, look it up now and maybe read some. Or better yet, go to work tomorrow. <laughs> and then in a full screen window. Yeah. It's just text. Probably it's, won't make much difference. No, no, probably not, no. Um, yeah. Stick care of the Harry Potter stuff. They're all underage. It's not It's not good. I've, I mean, how much Slash have you read? There's a lot of Harry Potter stuff out yeah, there. Yeah, but I, I've never really read any. No, of course I haven't read any. But so I mean, I'm coming from a different angle. No, you're not. You're coming from the same angle. Yeah, uh-huh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of it. Yeah. But I genuinely think it's one of those things that we can do better than the people that make money out of it. <laughs> Obviously we can, yeah. yeah. I'm interested. I don't know. What, I'm, I'm assuming Duncan. Fifty Shades of Grey is slash fiction. Yeah, it's Twilight slash fic that she got a cease and desist letter from Stephanie Meyer. Yeah, changed all the names. Said they're not vampires anymore. Sold it to publishers. Which is crazy considering how well that sold. So probably better than Twilight books. Probably. Mm. I mean, it's an awful work. Oh yeah, and it was instantly. Have you seen that um, Oxfam warehouse? Where they made a fort out of the Fifty Shades of Grey books that then uh, traded in, that they had uh, sent in. It's hilarious, um, but we'll be better than that. I'm sure, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, pretty certain Tom will be here. Pretty certain Duncan will be here. I can't do it if it's just you and me making eye no, contact. No, I think there has to be at least three of us. Yeah, because otherwise I think it's weird. Yeah, but yeah, so that'll be fun. And if you know, you've got if you've got a universe you want us to set it in send it in but I think I've got mine nailed down yeah. now yeah pretty, I think Tom, pretty Tom, conventional Tom, choice for you yeah, yeah yeah Tom was talking about it as well I think he's got his sorted cool okay yeah. so whenever we get around to that yeah get ready to get steam air it's gonna be it's gonna be I mean wear your loose pants that's all I'm gonna mm-hmm. say because it's gonna be hot it's gonna be some hot stuff yeah I'm gonna be eating a lot so you need that waistband yeah expansion. exactly yeah um, and we might just have another level uh, freak me in the background just on the whole time. Slowly on repeat the whole yeah, time. Yeah, definitely, yeah. But like maybe like a really bad like recorder version of it or yeah. something. Right, that's it. We're back next week. Possibly doing that. Probably doing that. If we can get done time. Um admin. Uh, oh, if you want to contact us fucking hate the admin bit. Contact us uh, on Twitter, it's two M T O O H or Instagram it's T M T O O H. And Facebook it's Facebook.com forward slash T M T O O H. You can contact uh, theatrical cut who are covering women in films uh, this this week done a good mm. job who's, who's your favourite leading if there was a leading lady that would make you go watch a film oh god you, you give me some time to think sorry about I know I spring these on you don't you um, I mean they mentioned my one like someone like Kate Blanchett or someone yeah. you can't really go wrong exactly. with 
Um, I mean, lots of people. Yes. Evangeline Lilly's gradually getting there after watching um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. She's amazing in that film. Mm-hmm. Such a good film. And obviously Sigourney Weaver. Pretty yeah. much watch anything with Sigourney Weaver. In. Yeah. Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Loads. Yeah. Turns out there's actually quite a few women in films. Who'd have thought, hey? Yeah, well, I mean, they've been legally allowed to act since 1986. Yes, yes. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, but you can contact them, uh, Theatrical Cut Pod on Instagram and Theatrical Cut on Twitter. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Bye-bye. Oh, and I will be on a pod very soon. So, you know, well, that'll be out. That's, mean, that's completely meaningless to the people listening to this. <laughs> I just realised that. I'm very tired already. It makes already. no fucking difference you're about to go and record another one, which oh. I think you're late for. I am very late for. I've got to go pick James up and watch. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>